Peace, peace to the gods and goddesses, kings and queen of earth. I'd like to thank you for joining me here today on another Godcast transmission. Here at the center of universal truth, I'm your host, Phoenix Bourne. And today we are going to be discussing truth and reality. Alright, so why I feel like this is an important discussion is because in my years of studying, I've been, um, I guess, studying this whole conscious information since 2012. It's 2020 right now. And so, in those eight years of studying, I've come across this train of thought, I can guess, I guess I can say, or yeah, more so a train of thought where, and the whole synopsis of it is, your truth is your perspective. And so basically, whatever you determine about a subject as your perspective is the reality of that subject. And the first time I heard that, it kind of struck me as odd. I was still learning a lot of things, so I was I wasn't quick to necessarily cast it off, but I, it didn't necessarily resonate me quite as fast. So I was like, "All right, let me let me put a pin in that and see what I um let me put some extra thinking behind that." Because even thoughts that do resonate with me, I'm still going to go fact check them or uh, see how they line up with um, thoughts in reality. And I try, and that's where I try to have the filter on my mind, so as to where. I filter things in a perspective of reality. And so in the sense of what's happening here, let me observe what is happening here. And then from that, let me take what I see and digest versus um, taking only what I see and seeing that as what's there. And so those are, as we'll break down furtherly, those are just, those are two different things. And so this, um, to me in a way, I don't think was done intentionally. I think this thought was put in, pushed, put and pushed into people's mind to um, that we'll talk about the whole reason and later when we cover the whole elitist Masonic agenda, uh, we'll determine the reason of like why they necessarily put it out to not get too off topic. But um, as far as I see, it, it is something I do see that has been like pushed into the uh, a form of social engineering we can say and so um with this whole perspective and being that i just think it's a dangerous line because it takes us out of the mode of what real reality is and so um or what real truth is because when i say reality i'm also saying truth because the truth of something is the reality of that subject and then in that truth you have many experiences or in that in that reality you have many well, in that truth, you have many perspectives, or in that reality, you have many experiences. So it could be this is like we all get on the same roller coaster, right? So we all the truth about the roller coaster is it has ups and downs. It may have had a loop on it. You know, the things about the roller coaster are um, unchanging as far as the dynamics of the roller coaster, unless something structurally changes about the roller coaster. It may like break down or. A part come off missing but then at that point it, it's become something else it's not necessarily the same roller coaster so even in that it, like the truth about the roller coaster would have developed into a different state but it didn't change you know the perspective now it may come to a different perspective because it's in a different place not because of the different way of someone viewing it you know what i'm saying you're not gonna see the roller coaster missing a part of it if it's not missing a part you would have to imagine that in your mind and so, um, the same way you have to imagine that in your mind is the same way 
perspectives are more so come about in our mind. They are parts of the experience that we that either we choose to gravitate towards for whatever personal reason um, in our lives that make us view a perspective that way. And that in the personal thing and the personality the personal aspect of the perspective what makes it what takes it out of the um aspect of being reality when you ask me because what i'm seeing may not it may not necessarily be well not necessarily what i'm seeing but what how i interpret an experience it isn't necessarily a reality of a subject you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like that's your experience with that reality, and that can all be personal. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of almost like um, we're taking perspectives and we're putting them in the lane of um, truth. So it, well, so what I'm saying is like, but like by attribute, like by principle, they're not the same thing. So this is why you can't. You it would never make in my mind. It never makes sense to say your truth. Because it's almost kind of saying like, um, I'm trying to think of a, a real good one, like a um, a furry bald person, you know, or like a hairy bald person. Like I saw a guy who was hairy and bald. Like what? Like, excuse me. Like it's, it's kind of conflicting ideas because, like, you can now if you said your experience, my experience with this would be and so okay well see and that's you know no one can dictate or determine what your experience was and this is where the trickery comes in because they say well since no one can tell you what your experience is that has to make it true and i was like yes that's a true statement but to say that what your experience is truth isn't the same thing so this is it's it's kind of semantics in the wordplay but if you really are di- if you really digesting and looking at it is um, if you listen to the first podcast episode, it goes back to the orange or good and bad thing. It's called subjective reification. It's when you take um, a subjective idea that you see as like an opinion, basically. And it's like when you reify your opinion about something. Like I view this, I view the sun as a bad thing. So the sun is bad. Like, no, the sun isn't bad. Like you view the sun as bad, but the sun is in the sky the sun is shining so it's like when we we're not we're not looking for what most of the people aren't looking for what truth is they're looking how they interpret that truth and again to turn back to my point that's not the same thing because what less the main thing we want to take about away from perspective is that is upon the individual and is something that you have to see you have to look through because when we look through when we look up the etymology of the word perspective it all leads back to look through like you look through a telescope you look through a kaleidoscope and so if you like really think about that on a on a principle scale like anytime you have to look at something that like you're altering your vision you have to you you see something some way but then you put the telescope up to your eye to see it like this so even in the in the etymology is telling you that like you have to make yourself view something this way and the making of yourself is you the experiencing you're having with that and making it all reality so that's the whole that's the danger because this is how we've come to where people where people have gotten in my opinion out of grips of what we term of what we call reality 
you know what I'm saying there or what the line of reality is of what's actual there you know what I'm saying the fact that they are reifying their opinion and perspective as reality is causing them to um really act in ways that would in I guess in a normal thinking society would seem kind of unnatural will seem unnatural you understand what I'm saying and I guess an example to um not to disrespect or bash anybody, but I would give as like the, the transgender um, community, right? Like that would be a, a great example of people letting their perspective of how they feel about themselves determine the reality of what they're trying to say themselves to be. So, you know what I'm saying? You have like, um, biologically, you are, you know, a man because they, you know, I, I've, you know, done a little research into the whole, you know, sex is fluid, the gender is fluid, your soul doesn't have a gender, which uh, I would definitely argue against. Um, I, I would say the soul and other like etherical bodies have genders. They have, um, they're either contracting or, um, they're either contracting or expanding um, in principle, and that's what really makes gender. A gender is um, a flow of energy. Is how an energy is choosing to flow in a vessel, and that makes uh, the that determines like etherically, and that determines the gender of that vessel as it as it states. And so um, that's just why I don't know how many people believe in like paranormal experiences, but like if you've ever like if you understand like ghosts and you know I guess demons or those things or understand those things to be true you understand that they're a male and female entity even though they're not like in physical bodies they're still um denoted as masculine or feminine so those things go beyond your physical tangible self and um but the mental but the expression of seeing yourself as something like just because i see myself as this doesn't mean you are that but when we allow when we um myself to the thought that whatever you see yourself you as you are then this is where uh these whole forms of state of where like um i guess mental delusion comes in because you're you're not seeing the aspect of what's there you're seeing what you choose to want to be there and so it's almost it's, it's like a self-made mirage you know what I'm saying like I, I don't know if we've all seen those cartoons or even if someone experienced the mirage, I, I haven't necessarily experienced one or necessarily known anyone who experienced one, but um, it's um, I have read and heard accounts of it where people like see things that weren't there, and but um, but it's almost like that. It's like you couldn't tell them that person that they didn't see that, but in a cope's aspect of reality, what was there, you know what I'm saying? It, it it was all in their mind and what they saw. So that's the whole thing about. Uh, I'm forming our perspectives our reality our perspective our perspectives are always fractionalized or because they turn into um, opinions or yeah or basically they're always personal so they're always they're never holistic because they're all they're only viewed to your experience of how you see this this is why I said only certain things like you know um, it goes back to the whole lane thing i gave it a good example one time it's like uh, like because we were having a um discussion about a particular topic that we 
realized that the end was really a perspective thing. So it, we, it didn't belong in that lane of truth because it was all based upon how someone saw anything. So it was like, it's almost like a car with one passenger, like in the HOV lane. It's like, you're not supposed to be in here. You don't fit the requirements to fit in this space. And that's the whole thing that uh, we reality has failed to see. We kind of like interchangeable. It's like, well, the truth and the perspective about a thing are the same thing. And that's not, again, as we, we think about and we come to it, that's not really a correct statement. You know, your perspective and that's why they say, and that's why in the statement they say your truth, because they have to personalize it to you. And that's why I was like, and see, that's the thing. When, they, when you start personalizing it to the individual and their subjective state of what they're seeing, then that's when it became outside the scope of reality. You, you went from a high occupancy vehicle to a person that was driving in one car now. It was from, um, and if you think about it, the analogy even makes sense on a deeper level because um if three people are riding in a car and they all see the same thing they all see another car hit another car they all experience they all are taking part in the same reality but they they're all experiencing the same reality they just may interpret it differently so that's the whole thing not even to say that your perspective is your experience it's your interpretation of that experience you understand what i'm saying because the experience is I would, actually i would now that i'm thinking about it the experience falls in the lane of truth and your interpretation is your perspective of that experience so it's like we are in the car we're all experienced riding in the car we all experience our vision seeing two cars collide but our my perspective of it may be like wow that was kind of interesting you know to see two cars destroy each other like that someone else's perspective may be like that was terrifying i didn't want to see two people get hurt like that so it was you know what i'm saying the the interpretation is all going to be different but your interpretation of the experience is not what happened you know what i'm saying just because you and you know it would be foolish for the person to say like you know the, whoever was in the accident probably thought that was cool because they thought it was cool you know that's um and so that's where the line is very dangerously crossed. And this is also where I say to point back to my um, transgender example is where um, the lines of reality can, can become scared is because you have your experience as, um, you know, masculine energy. But then you can take that experience and say, well, this is how I choose to interpret that experience. And... Um, which is, I mean, all in accordance with free will, not to say that an individual can't choose how they determine to experience their reality, and even to say that their interpretation is their experience. You know, they're free to do that, but it's the whole danger is when um, you kind of start enforcing their thoughts into other people's mind, is that's when it, it, it becomes, I guess, more so of a, um, almost of a, I guess I've been choosing an idea because now you're trying to say I have to see reality. Reality, I have to see reality as you see it. It's like, and and that, and again with the whole transgender argument is because it's like there have been cases where there have been civil suits against um, transgender people because they haven't necessarily identified them as a pronoun as they see fit. So it's a a man that transitioned into a woman. So. You know, I would call him a man or, you know, they, the correct term or political term would be like trans man or whatever it would be. But in all reality, like biologically, it's like you're a man. Like when you die and your body decays and they dig you up, they would be like, this was a man. They wouldn't know 
it was a man that I transitioned into a woman and identified as a man, as a woman, is like this was skeleton of a man. This, anatomically, biologically, this was a man. Like the now, your interpretation of how you are in your vessel can be whatever you want it to be, but that doesn't change what you are. And so that would be. But now, when you come and make me have to say you're a woman, now you're taking what I see as clearly as reality and skewing it to how you see yourself and that's where that is the whole danger like it would be it would be less of an issue if it was just people saying like well you know a whole community of people saying like well i think i'm a tiger and they go around acting like tigers but then when they start and wanting you to treat them like they're tigers that's when okay like now it's an issue like we don't have a problem with you wanting to be tigers even though it's not in the grasp of truth of what you are but now when you're saying that i have to recognize you as a tiger it's like all right, all right not, now you're crossing the line like you have to keep your skewed view of reality to yourself but when people start brushing it off here and bringing it into children who haven't who's still grasping and developing what reality is and having get, understanding the concept of that it just causes a lot of confusion and this is why and then there are people who just like holistically see that as true it's like yeah that is true because of what i stated before i can't deny someone their interpretation of their experience but again we want i want to state back that your your experience is not personal um we all experience the same thing so if we um if we, if, we, if we all see someone get murdered, we all experience the murder. But our interpretation of the murder is where it's going to be different. So we can't change, you know, so nothing about the experience can be changed, but only the interpretation. And so this is the biggest thing I want to correlate in our minds that uh, when it comes to experience or when it comes to perception, that it is an interpretation. And when it comes to truth, that it is... Um, a state of actuality and just to give a definition of reality as we close it out and really kind of firming up what truth is is um, the definition I found on Google it said the world it said the world of the state of things as they actually exist as opposed and and this was like in quotation on the definition as opposed to an, an idealistic view of them so again that goes back to the ind individual idea of um, an I a viewpoint versus the actual things that's going on about them. So again, those you know we've as a society have been socially engineered uh, to think this as true. To um, really, it's to open the door for a lot more, um, I guess, debaucherous behavior because. Um, it you know it's, it leads to the point of skewing the lines of reality so you can't really tell you can't who's to say what is or isn't if whatever our experience is so it's like almost anything goes type thing because um if it's what i see that's just what i see it as and i was like again that's a very dangerous line to um play in the sand with but it's um the way it's dressed up in society isn't um advertised as that but um when you really do the facts and check the intent behind it this is the whole reasoning behind this idea is to kind of usher in a society where 
um, the ones at the top determine like, well, this is what reality is because how we see it and you're experiencing it in that reality. So it kind of takes you out of the scope of what's true and what someone tells you what true, what, what is true. And so, um, again, I just want us to challenge ourselves and think a little more critically about these things. Um, it's not about, my mother told me a very, 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 um, profound statement. She said the mark of a genius isn't, uh, if I'm quoting it right, isn't to, um, is to be able to hear a statement as true as to hear a statement and not, um, take it as true. So you hear a thought, analyze it, go over it in your mind, fact check it out. Mm, that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? Just because, even though it sounds good or, um, may line up in a lot of ways, you still, or, you know what I'm saying? Even maybe a logical, reasonable thought. Like, so, you know, there are thoughts that I can see why someone said that, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in agreement with it. Like they have a point, but I wouldn't necessarily have went about the point like that, but it's, it's to hear something, but, and not let it, um, I guess ingrain itself in your mind to where it starts to dictate and control your actions. Like you hear, you hear something, you understand it is true. You see the truth in it and how it can be true, but it, it doesn't, you don't let it de deter you off what the reality of a subject is. And so, um, that's one thing as a society, I just see that we have to work a lot more on, but, um, again, it goes back to just the whole creating time for ourselves to actually think and just grow. But, um, again, to wrap this up, I just like to make the main two points of your perspective being an individual interpretation. And that your truth, and that the truth is a uh, objective experience, you know. So you all, we all, is only one experience, but many interpretations of that experience. And so, um, let's just—I just again, every um, everything is about a challenge to become better and a challenge to become greater. It's not. There's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with not knowing something. The only thing wrong is when you don't know that you don't know or when you think you do know and don't see you know i'm saying don't seek correction that's that's another thing as well that's a dangerous line is when you believe you're correct about a subject and therefore you never go seeking for the actual correct answer because you you see in your mind as your interpretation as correct and so you you know that's even worse than not knowing you know and then see not knowing because if you if you don't know and at least know you don't know you can at least seek to um become more informed but if you think you know you will never seek to become more informed because you're already in the interpretation that you are informed and that is also another thing that is another ploy of the form of social engineering as um a plaque a toy uh, not a toy but a ploy by the elites to again socially engineer society but with those things i would say i like to i would i appreciate you for joining me here on another transmission here at the center of universal truth uh if you have any questions or comments please uh follow me on instagram at yes we can on excuse me not instagram twitter at yes we can and Please, I look forward to your comments, feedback, and just any, again, overall suggestions about any further topic. I appreciate you joining me here today, and everyone have a good day. Peace.